so. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. This is a new new format. I just wanted to uh, really get into a lot of news discussions today, especially that come that uh, Faye Valentine is holding in her hand. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Only you of all people would catch that. <laughs> Why? Well, IGN catch that too in their thumbnail for the fucking trailer breakdown. <laughs> Only the down bad people of the internet would catch that. <laughs> I'm still confused by that, too. <laughs> I'm just as confused as you are, because I don't remember any of this watching the anime. <laughs> like, I know this is anime, is like I'm a, into it. I know Faye is a very sexualized character, but <laughs> Netflix really trying to go, <laughs> go to town. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, that image is just as bad as our fucking podcast. So confusing. <laughs> Someone's also, pointed a gun. Hearing him say fuck, just, I don't know, it, it sounded like it reminded me of like when Robin said "fuck Batman." <laughs> oh, really? So, oh, <laughs> <On Titan. laughs> oh shit! Because in the anime, they don't even like like they don't curse that much. Like, I mean, like, it's a it's an adult anime, but like they've never like done like like this drop the f bomb or anything like that. <laughs> that's fucking crazy though. No, this so looks random. really good to her. This if if that's what we think it is, which I think it is, uh, this is really fucking weird. Listen from. I'm cringing mad hard, but just the only thing that could make this better is if they add Snoop in the Mandalorian armor. Oh, yeah. You've that's, seen that. I didn't even see that. That's the only thing that could make this better at this point. <laughs> that so was so random. I thought you photoshopped that shit. I was, <laughs> I was like, this is some shit Akram probably like cooked up in the lab. <laughs> just like leaked on reddit <laughs> just he to got, throw people up. got the armor from etsy or some shit right. yeah that, i was like <laughs> yeah. fucking confused by that <laughs> fucking uh games the black series armor or some shit <laughs> <laughs> that looks like one of the paint variants that hasbro <laughs> right. does yeah <laughs> that's the shit that i'll collect it's, it still has the boba fett dent in it <laughs> <laughs> what from was the mold what was up with that so you seen that though the well, was it a fucking, thing? yeah was it a, a like it was a video an actual or? yeah it was an actual uh song it was uh called subwoofer or some shit subwoofer that's what we must for a podcast thing. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah it was like the most it's like it's so it's so funny because it looks like a parody video but it has snoop dogg and ice cube in it. Fucking, like, well, uh, <laughs> if he doesn't get copyrighted i'll be amazed with right? just the armor because <laughs> we got copyrighted like, the last time <laughs> I want to know who who made this shit. Like, Suge Knight must be desperate if, Suge if this the shit. <laughs> if this the shit he put it out. <laughs> Seriously though, that's fucking crazy. It's like, wouldn't it be funny if that was just like a leak for like the Disney Plus series? At this rate, uh, nothing <laughs> surprises me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> With like, we gotta wait to the Disney Investors Day, but I, Kathleen I, I Kennedy really like uh, working overtime. <laughs> Look, <laughs> please. All we need is La Familia, the uh, Fast and Furious into this, and then we're good. Oh my god. <laughs> Like Pedro Pascal just like walks uh, uh, Paul Walker's daughter down the aisle. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the most random thing. What in fucking Vin Diesel walking or was it? That was, like that wasn't the most random thing. Like, probably was a part of the movie. Right. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Pedro you Pascal. Song, but... <laughs> right. Uh, El Calderon. <laughs> I need to like Daddy Yankee to one time one day come to my birthday party. Walk me down <laughs> <Please>. the aisle. <laughs> Get John Favreau or Dave Filoni just walk you down. And that'll be really cool, right? That's how that's how you know you made it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> 
you get like like you know like like sometimes they have to fill up the aisles to make sure that each side looks like full. You just hired the five o first. The five o filler. That's so stupid. <laughs> that's kind of cute, but in a way that's like stupid. Like extra extra large body armor and they got have, nothing like, better to do. Listen, all they do is cons and Mandalorian. <laughs> they got nothing better to do. <laughs> And I'm just thinking about the five of fours. But how much would that cost, too? I'm sure they, they need, like, you, they, you got to pay them or something. I don't know, but it'd just be funny to think about it. <laughs> the five of fours. I don't know. That's so Think stupid. about it. You have all the stormtroopers as your guests, right? Right. And then if you need grooms in, you just put the death troopers. <laughs> you put the death troopers as the groomsmen. <laughs> They were in black. So that's they're so formal. like that's so fucking nerdy. I wouldn't call it weeby, but like it's so fucking nerdy. <laughs> so stupid. That'd be an expensive ass wedding. That'd be more expensive than a regular way. You, you gotta go like it. you gotta go a fucking abandoned Kmart because it's so right. expensive just to film that <laughs> and you have everybody yeah. there. That's like at least forty thousand dollars. <laughs> Kmart even exists. To? Jesus Christ. No, the, yeah, I know, right? It doesn't it's like Obi Wan's like that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Shit, that Radio Shack fucking that's like that's like Circuit City, like history. Our podcast <laughs> right. sponsored by Circuit City. <laughs> that's how fucked we are. <laughs> we, that's how screwed we are. Radio Shack. Better put a watermark for Circuit City like oh we used my to do God. <laughs> Fucking uh, Borders Books. Uh, <laughs> Golden Corral. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Oh what is up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, back. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast with Dylan and Akram, uh, where we talk about all your favorite games, movies, shows happening in pop culture and entertainment. Today we are taking a break from movie reviews to bring you another news coverage episode. Uh, a lot of stories happening, um, some good, some bad. Um, Akram, you want to start us off? Sure, actually. What is up, everybody? Um, Lightyear trailer actually recently came out uh, starring Chris Evans. That is something that is very distant from the Toy Story movies because it looks like in a completely different setting, right? I, I thought the same thing. Watching it, I felt like this was like done by like DreamWorks or some shit, <laughs> like their own right. interpretation of it. Because uh, we didn't see Zerg or the little green men. Um, I mean, obviously, we're not going to see like Woody or anything, but I don't know. It looks really interesting. Um, the animation looks like really like in-depth. Um, I, I keep thinking of like the old, you remember like the old, uh, Buzz Lightyear movie, like the 2D version, it was like, uh, it was like Lightyear Academy or some shit. Yeah. I hear Wasn't a lot a of TV people talking too? about that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of people yeah. were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks interesting though. Oh, for sure. I hope we get it like, well, I, I don't doubt we'll get some Easter egg of like Woody, maybe like if he's like, like there's a spaceship launching and he's like in Texas or something like some cowboy just looking up. I, I watch, watch. <laughs> right. It's gonna be there. It looks really cool. I mean, I like the redesign. I'm a big fan of like redesigns. Mm. And like, I always wanted to see like a live action uh, Buzz Lightyear suit, right? And, and hit all marks for me. Like I loved mm. it. It looks so epic. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to go against like some, uh, I don't know, conscious AI or something like that or like self-aware AI and probably mm. that's going to be Zerg or something like that. And you'll see like those little alien thingies uh, jumping around. But uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting cool. if they made it like uh, like 2001, like a space odyssey or something like that, because that's the vibe I'm getting from this. It feels very like it feels like interstellar. Yeah, 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 and and he has to be like he has to be like a famous person probably in that universe mm -hmm. anyway because he's ha he has figures like you know Toy Story right right um 
I feel like this fucking relates to me. Just like <laughs> I just collect, I just collect him or something. I feel like definitely for sure. That's <laughs> right. I don't know. Listen, we, you you need that's the one figure you need is the the exclusive Buzz Lightyear toy, like <laughs> like right on your wall. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Back then, it was actually hard to cop, but uh, yeah. But that it's cool. It's coming out on mm-hmm. July seventeenth, twenty twenty two. What so, do you think that Chris Evans is uh, voicing? Um, Buzz Lightyear, Tim Allen. Yeah, no, so Buzz Lightyear, but Tim Allen, uh, you know, I guess they're two different characters, you know what I mean? Uh, Tim Allen uh, is the toy that we all love, you know, and, and the real deal is is the actual Buzz, um, so it's Chris Evans. I, I And I wonder, mm-hmm. it, like, it, so Toy Story 1, and there was like years that passed, right? Because that kid, what was his name, Andy or something like Andy. that? Andy, yeah. Yeah, he must have grown to... You know, obviously he, he got older. So I wonder how many years mm. passed where he was like in service as an astronaut or something like that. Like, I, we'll probably get more information later on. It'd be um, crazy if like this movie was like it was like in the Toy Story universe. Like that's an actual astronaut. And then they make the toy based off that character. Yeah. And yeah, that's, absolutely. That's the segue to the Toy Story. I don't know. That's, I feel like I'm doing the writing for Disney. but <laughs> Probably. Yeah, or, or, unless you have something to tell us. But Yeah. <laughs> We're in Star Wars, so you probably have something to tell us. But uh, my, no, mic, I think... my mic, my mic, and my video just cuts off because <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's just watching. I said you. too much. Yeah, <laughs> always watching Wazowski. Always watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, I'm. I'm excited for that. Uh, what else <clears throat> do you have for us? Um, uh, let's see. Brendan Fraser was cast as Firefly in the new Batgirl. That is that that is weird, right? Um, I could see it, but um, like out of all people, Brendan Fraser. I mean, so he's he is, I think, Robot Man in um, uh, Legion of what was it called, Legion of Doom or something like that, or uh, Doom Squad. What was it called again? Um, the Brotherhood of Evil or some shit. No, no, no. no, no. He, well, he's Robot Man, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's in that show from fucking HBO Max now. But um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, so my question is that if you guys were watching that you're probably not watching us, but if you were, you'd see that sometimes I made mistakes about uh, saying um, which universe does this Batgirl show take place in? I don't think it takes place in Robert Pattinson's uh, universe um, because I thought that the Batman takes place like in the late 90s or something. That's what it was like at the time when people were talking about it. But now apparently I think it's taking place in, in... modern day right like 20 mm. apparently like 2019 or something like that people are saying i'm not sure but for batgirl where does it take place so it mm. probably will take place in ben affleck's uh universe or i guess the main dceu um but firefly that's an interesting villain to go against because out of all people i thought should go against some some lesser known rogue i mean from the comics she doesn't really have like a, a robust rogues gallery um as batman does but uh firefly i don't know and mm-hmm. and who knows how long she's been bad girl um if you guys watch our dc fandom reactions too uh there's some concept art on screen there that you could see um and uh her suit looks surely advanced so she probably has been at it for like years mm-hmm. uh so yeah i don't know we got to see more information brendan fraser i'm a big fan of brendan, brendan fraser I, I love him so um really good guy as well yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I think Firefly was an interesting choice. I mean, it's uh, definitely yeah. a B-lister villain. Um, but at least he had been other stuff like the Arkham series and uh, the old animated series. Right. Yeah. So interesting choice. Um, but yeah, I, I like uh, Brendan Fraser also. 
um, great to see like all these old actors like coming back into the woodwork. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, big news. We definitely have to talk about this. Uh, Uncharted. That dropped out of nowhere. I literally was like in class, and then I just saw the trailer like on my recommendations. Like, yo, shit. Uh, what did you think of it? Yeah, same. That was that was really random. Um, you know, it's a curse with video game movies, right? So, because I fucking I I thought like Need for Speed would be all that and shit like that mm-hmm. back well, in the, the day. Well, The Witcher was good. Oh well, yeah, that's yeah. But uh, again, it's, it's a series. Like, I think we need more series of like video game. Uh, well, mm. we have an Assassin's Creed series coming up, but like coming back to Uncharted. Um, so Tom Holland worked really closely with Nolan North uh, to get the essence of Nathan Drake down, right? Um, Mark Wahlberg, me and Dylan are big Mark Wahlberg fans. Uh, How's your mother him. doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's good. <laughs> Look at my father. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like Mark Wahlberg as Victor Sullivan, I thought that was like pretty out there, but uh, I could see it work. I mean, again, this is a, a younger Nathan Drake. Um, we also have uh, Tati Gabrielle, which she's in You, if you guys want to check that out. You Season 3 is out now. Um, she plays the character Braddock, so it's an original character. I mean, Antonio Banderas as well is here. Um, I don't know who he's going to play. So this is like a fresh take on Uncharted, right? It's it's some elements of the lore there, but for the most part, um, it's it, a brand new story. Um mm. I look forward to seeing this. Uh, Tom Holland is is very physical. He's a very physical actor, like akin to like Tom Cruise or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Spider Man. So, yeah, Tom's got. Um, I mean, he's he's still young. You know, he's coming. You know, off of big movie roles, so he's getting some clout under his belt. Um, so it's interesting that I mean, I'm not like a huge uh, player of the Uncharted series. Um, I don't know if you are. Oh yeah. Um, but I've heard they're like very cinematic uh, quality games. So I feel like um, it's this will be interesting to see a live action adaption of it. Yeah, and we've seen that here with the cargo plane. Um, let's say escapade or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. uh, it's very bombastic. Uh, it's I guess it's like the Fast and Furious almost of uh, video games. It's like, <laughs> it, but no, but like you know, it's it's very uh rough and uh fucking huge, and and I'm excited for it. I I really am. I I think Tom. I I never really pictured him as Nathan Drake. Um, I know a lot of people pictured Nathan Fillion, um, but obviously as the times go, uh, mm-hmm. he got older. So uh, Tom Tom Holland's pretty cool though. I mean, they've been working on this project for a while, like years before before even Tom Holland was was gonna be casted. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. it was like in the works uh, for a really long time. So finally, we get to see uh, this product before us, and I um, I'm I'm hoping for the best, but I'm a little bit a little bit skeptic, you know. Yeah, I mean if. <laughs> Like you said, with video game adaptions, it's always like a 50-50, right? It's either The Witcher or Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there is there is no in between. But um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think I think Tom's gonna take good care of the role. Um, right. Uh and Mark too. Um, but we'll just have to see. I don't know. But um speaking of Tom Holland. No Way Home uh, just leaked Doc Ock uh, images uh, for that highway chase. Uh, very interesting. We finally get to see the tentacles. Uh, I already knew they were going to be CGI just from the trailer. Uh, I kind of miss the old puppeteer tentacles. Uh, I don't know. There was just something cool about the way that Alfred Molina would like have to act uh, with them. But it looks interesting. What do you think? 
So yeah, these um, images also come from Empire. So we got some covers and we got some close-ups of the new, I'm not sure what it's dubbed, but it's like some advanced suit, right? Um, we, we see that. Uh, and we also see some references as well to like electricity in a cover, right? Obviously Electro. Mm-hmm. Or, and sand. sand so right, sand right yeah. exactly. Or the Goblin Bomb, what have you. Uh, as the images, uh, we have that classic wraparound of Spider-Man and mm-hmm. that, uh, like, just grabbing his head, right? Um, and Spider-Man running away from Doc Ock. That's what I would do as well. So, uh, <laughs> exciting. Um, Empire is, like, really neat when they show stills from the movie that we're so excited for. I, I, like, I remember Shang-Chi. They showed some stuff in the Eternals, right? Um, just the covers alone um, are amazing. Um I don't know. Well, I think we're going to see like another trailer pretty soon. I think that's what I heard. Uh, I was making the rounds on Twitter that we'll probably will see another trailer. Uh, I mean, it's coming in December, right? So mm. obviously we should get a trailer too by like November 1st or something like around the first week of November. Um, Honestly, if we don't get a trailer, I'm fine because just there's been so many leaks out already. Um, like I was just watching a TikTok video the other day and this guy was talking about like just like the leaks the leaks have just been like so heavy in like media right now it's kind of like taking away from like other marvel movies in a way um because if you like look at it like like shang chi like black widow great movies right and then like right after we watch it all right it's back to no way home leaks again right that's just the big focus of the media um and i get it because you know we're all waiting for confirmation of Toby and Andrew, right? Um, but I don't know. I Spider-Man fans are like so... <laughs> they're kind of like Star Wars fans in a way. Um, I don't know. Just like... It's just it's just too much. I, I, I can live without another trailer. Damn, I can't. I, I need a trailer. <laughs> I need a trailer. Well, no matter what, um, people will be disappointed. And also, I think people have this uh, idea that Tom, I mean, not Tom, um, Toby and Andrew will show up, right? And if it doesn't happen, I think people will hate the movie for it, uh, unfortunately, right? Um, but when you're introducing multiverse stuff, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to show up. But uh, like the realist, not like me buying homes, the realist, realism in myself <laughs> is saying that uh, probably we're going to get villains, but no Andrew or no Toby. I'm not sure. Because... Um, I don't know, but we'll see, right? We will see. I'm, I'm prepared for the fact if if we don't see them, I would really like to see them, uh, and see them, uh, done really well. Um, but if even if they are in the movie, I feel like they're not gonna get a lot of screen time. Like I feel like it's gonna be like a final act thing, um, where they come in at the last second. Maybe like the villains like are just like too much, and then like, uh. I know Tom's Peter just needs help, and then he reaches out to other multiverses, right? Um, but I am prepared to like if they if they don't make it into a movie, I'm sure it's gonna be a great film. But I know your bitch ass probably wants <laughs> Toby and Andrew. <laughs> so I bad. do, and and I heard this is gonna be like the end of uh, it's like a con- compared to Endgame, right? For Spider Man, so it's like the end game of Spider Man movies. Um, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I, I hope they don't do something where it's like where like Ned somehow becomes Spider Man. I, I don't like some bullshit like that. I hope it's like actually uh used to have the Spider Verse and the Miles Morales series out there, so they're still doing stuff and Venom too. 
Well, but like as far as the MCU, I mean, yeah, Venom is going to like, you know, it sucks that you're going to end something and all of a sudden, oh, Venom never got the chance to play fucking poker with Peter or something like that. Right. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I, I hope that uh, hopefully there's like a crossover event, right? A cool crossover mm-hmm. event with Venom and Spider, uh, you know, main Spider-Man, MCU Spider-Man. And maybe who knows, maybe we'll see like a Miles. I mean, we got that uh, Easter egg thrown in there from Homecoming. Right. So um Time will tell. Oh, well, with Disney, I feel like nothing ever ends, right? Just because they want to milk these characters down to the last cent. So who knows? I mean, look, we got Loki and WandaVision, right? So it's a possibility if they ever want to go back to Spider-Man. Um, we could get a, maybe a TV show format. I think that would honestly be better. That, um, they should have done that since the start. I would have loved, loved the Spider-Man. I would have like honestly, especially like I'm a big fan of like the spectacular Spider-Man series. Right. I yeah. am so mad that they never got greenlit for another season for that. And then we got fucking the garbage Ultimate Spider-Man series. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, time will tell. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, but moving on, what do you have for us? Oh, actually, I wanted to mention uh, Dylan's not a big fan of this. Uh, I am. I'm coming in blind. Uh, the new Cowboy Bebop official trailer uh, has Ooh, just been released. Opinions. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so let us uh, know what you think, Dylan. <laughs> I know. I know. We're going to have a big episode based on this. But uh, yeah, you know me. Cowboy Bebop is one of those animes where it's like it it influenced so much of my my taste in anime uh growing up it was like one of the first ones i ever watched um i i even met uh steve blum at a uh, chicago comic-con a couple years ago and i got his uh picture with him so it was really cool he's a great guy he does a lot of voice acting projects um yeah i watched the trailer uh i was not too impressed with what i saw uh i don't know it just comes off way too cosplayish for me um and I know they got that Netflix money, but they putting out Hulu Hulu quality. Like, come on, what are you doing, Netflix? <laughs> like, like I like the CGI animations with like the spaceships and like uh you know like seeing like um the Bebop like when it's like uh floating in the water and it was in space and stuff. Um, but when they show like the characters and like the costumes and you know. Just like the interactions, and then like you said, like like the the weird hand thing with Faye. I don't know. Uh, we so, you know, had a lot of questions that. about you that. You just ruined that trailer for me. <laughs> uh, but but um, I don't know. It just it doesn't feel like Bebop to me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, but I know you're a newcomer to the series. You just started watching on Netflix. Um, what do you think about it? I mean, it is a groundbreaking show. Um, it has that. You know, it's almost like it's funny that I was making a point. It's funny how I could compare things to other things that make no sense. But like, for example, the Halloween movie, right? It has like the flashbacks had a very filmic uh, type of uh, just fucking uh, the way they did it. Right. And like here, um, when you watch an old film like Akira or something like that, um, there's only a certain type of anime that feels very uh pardon my French, like girthy. Um, I know that there was like a thing going on with Yeah. <laughs> just like it's it feels very... Uh, something about it it just it just feels a lot more like art right and it feels a lot more uh worn in if that makes sense and so when i'm watching this um i don't know it feels weird it feels like fucking like i have to drink like a like a a glass of whiskey or something while watching this it's very i know you you only watch i know you only watch the first episode of the anime but does it feel stylistically different to you 
the from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, and but keep in mind too that this trailer is like very bombastic. But I'd say so. Yeah, um, I, I I understand what you mean by cosplay uh, because. Uh, What's his name? Uh, John Cho kind of seems like he doesn't fit into with his hair, but like uh, <laughs> other other elements look okay. You know, I think that they have a lot of pressure on themselves. Um, I think the best route for filmmakers to take is especially uh, sticking close to the source material and talking to the creatives behind that uh, source material. So I don't know if they did that, but so far it does feel very different, right? Um, and sometimes there are creative liberties that we just have to uh, take into account, um, whether it's something that we don't like, right? Like, for example, Batman Killing Joke, the animated film where like they had Batman sleep with Batgirl. And that was like really weird. Like, why? Cringe. Right. <laughs> right. So it's like there's some things that may happen that hardcore Cowboy Bebop fans wouldn't be fans of. But uh, mm -hmm. for the most part, I like the trailer and I like the show. Are they two different entities? Of course. Now, um, Hopefully, I think Cowboy Bebop definitely is a vibe. You know what I mean? Like when you watch this, definitely like just uh, like you said, each episode, right? It's inspired by jazz or something, right? Mm -hmm. um, will that? I mean, I think Cowboy Bebop, this show on Netflix would be like 10 episodes. Uh, so I don't know how much lore they could cram in because the original Cowboy Bebop season one, I think was like 26 episodes, Real short, right? yeah, yeah, like 26. And in the movie. And, and the movie. Right. Yeah. So uh, if they keep that vibe in there, cool. Uh, is it cosplay? Yes, maybe. Um, but I think visual effects, I think they're hoping the visual effects will make up for it. Maybe not. Maybe mm -hmm. yes. I don't know. But um, I'm excited. You're uh, indifferent, I guess I would say, in lack of better words. But uh, we'll I see. Will I will remain neutral for my best part uh, <laughs> until I see the whole show. But uh, I mean... It's hard when you're a fan. <laughs> I understand. You really, you really want to like mm, wring some necks, but <laughs> like I said, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll watch. I'll be a good sport and you know watch the whole series. But just from what I saw, wasn't too impressed. Um, same thing I'm feeling right now about Resident Evil, but <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> Um, but in speaking in the realm of anime, I just wanted to mention, um, my mob psycho 100 season three. I just watched the trailer for that. That looked fucking amazing to me. Um, I'm really a big fan of that show. Um, so for all you anime stands out there, uh, I don't think they released a date, but from rumors I've heard, it might drop in April of next year. Um, so just be on the lookout. Um, and then before we get on to big news, I uh, just want to mention Boba Fett Under the Helmet uh, documentary will be releasing on November 12th for Disney Plus Day. Um, it's going to be a, a short little like documentary, like a, what do they call Like the gallery yeah, series right, for Mandalorian. Right, right. Just like going over like the history of like Boba Fett, like the character. Um, I think Tamar Morrison's even going to, you know, do like little interviews and stuff. But it looks interesting. Um I actually just bought <laughs> at uh, Barnes and Noble my new uh, Mandalorian Boba hey. Fett. <laughs> I love this thing. <laughs> Looking clean. Yeah. It was hiding like right behind like a. Uh, it was like I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like an anime Funko Pop, but this was like one of you know like I feel like Nathan Drake like like after, <laughs> like after I score big. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, congratulations on your new Funko uh, Pop. <laughs> That's my baby. I would have fought anybody if they would have touched it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in 
realistic news, I guess. Uh, kind of a tragic story, but uh, I'm sure everybody's been uh, hearing about the Alec Baldwin situation going on right now. Um, where he was given a loaded prop gun and uh, in the midst of shooting his new movie, Rust, uh, accidentally shot uh, cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Um, we uh, extend our condolences to her family. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's just a tragic story, obviously. Um, a lot going on right now, uh, just with updates. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, you know, you just got to be, there's... Things will happen, right? Um, it just makes me think of like uh, Brandon Lee from The Crow uh, all those years ago. Um, what do you think of it, Akram? Yeah, I remember. I think uh, Brandon Lee's wife actually sent her condolences to uh, her family. Um, you know, I, it's uh, it's an investigation. I heard Alec Baldwin actually recently went with her um, husband and child to have breakfast, and uh, he looked very sincere and very sorry. And also, the husband was saying that uh, Alec is very uh, supportive. And um, yeah, it, it's sad. Uh, it's a whole situation that, like, I don't know whose fault it was. Um, it could be many things, because like, like truthfully, um, it could be the prop master, or it could be like the armorer. Um, has, I have to check, you know, blanks are still dangerous. Blanks, you could like shoot, I, there was a video where like you could shoot a water bottle, right? And me that like, I'm, I'm very into like, uh, the gun community. Right. Um, so I think he was using like a Western type of gun, either that or a semi-automatic. If he's using a semi-automatic, there could be one in a chamber. If he's using a Western gun, there could just only be one in a cylinder. Right. Um, and I think they were testing, they were live firing, which I never really heard of. I didn't know films actually uh, use actual ammunition to like live fire, right? They're so not supposed to from what I heard. I don't know. So like, well, like they did it here. And and so Alec, by accident, he did shoot the director as well. And then I think it just mm. went past the director's shoulder. Um, so very sad case. I think that in a way it's multiple people's faults, right? I think the director has to be in charge. I think that the armorer has to be in charge. I think the prop master has to be in charge and, and everybody has to always make sure that it's clear, right? Uh, that, that there's nothing in a chamber. Um, and depending on the caliber too, it just depends on the weapon. Like, you know, is it necessary to uh, take certain precautions with certain weapons, right? Like a 22 or something like that. I mean, obviously you'll take precautions, but it's like, um, all in all, it's, it's very tragic. Uh, this hasn't happened uh, many times in films, except obviously with Brandon Lee. Um, you would think that the industry would be more careful, right? It doesn't matter if it's like an indie film or whatever, what have you. You would, you would think that people would be more careful. Um, very tragic, uh, especially for Alex's conscience to have that, right? And um, his mind all the time. Um, yeah, our condolences go to her family for sure. Yeah, it's it's very tragic. Um, I was reading a little bit into it, and uh, the weapons handler, uh, Hannah Gutierrez, um, she apparently went on a podcast and uh, admitted that she wasn't fully aware of what she was doing. And I'm just like, how did you, how did you qualify? I don't know, but like, like you said, it could be multiple things, right? We don't, we don't know the full extent of the story. Um. But that it's just a tricky situation. I'm sure Alex uh going through a lot of guilt right now, especially like just reaching out to his family, he must it's it's gotta be fucking 
like intimidating just like you know i mean at the end of the day you are the person that pulled the trigger right um so there's definitely a guilt uh probably weighing down on him but uh, i don't know i mean the investigation continues uh there could be multiple people held responsible uh, i don't know but it's you know hollywood you know especially even in in art right there's a certain uh there's a certain weight i guess uh when you're creating art especially if you're doing like performative art too makes me think of uh this one artist i think his name was chris hansen uh or he would do he would do like these dangerous like performance art uh stuff with like with like guns i don't know if they were loaded guns but uh, he would do like these weird like performance art things um it just it really just like pushes the boundaries of uh of what we create right but um but uh, of course that was like that was a controlled environment this was there 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 needs to be like some measure of uh i guess you could say um checking you know just make checking things that you know need to be checked right i mean there's there's no reason why these these firearms should be loaded um i mean if you're going to use those kinds of like those weapons and firearms i mean you got to make sure you know um that they're not loaded but i don't know we'll just have to wait and see what continues but yeah we uh we definitely extend our 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 sorrows to uh, her family um yeah for sure anything yeah but uh anything else you have for us today Oh, yeah. Uh, also, and lighter news, uh, Masters of Universe Revelations. Uh, they just dropped a trailer seven hours ago. That looks pretty cool. I saw Revelations Season 1. Uh, very serious take on a Masters of Universe lore. I'm not a big fan of the Masters of Universe, but this looks uh, promising. Very epic. Uh, we see, like, Savage He-Man apparently here, like, going full Hulk on uh, Skeletor. So it looks really cool. Uh, you guys should check out Season 1. I think it's worth it. Uh, it's being actually most of it, I think, was made or like scripted by Kevin Smith. So Kevin Smith, uh, hopefully, he didn't cry while writing it because Kevin Smith always cries. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was really fun to see this um, this conclusion of a unique series, right? A unique take on the Master Universe, and also we get an official clip of Army of Thieves, uh, starring Natalie Emmanuel. Um, I'm. I thought that Army of the Dead was pretty cool. A unique take on zombies. Uh, Zack Snyder also. Um, unique perspective on on just filming um, slow motion stuff, right? Because he's a big... I, I, I always have this gripe with Zack Snyder that he's very... Uh, he makes good moments, but sometimes they don't really play out like after the moment. Like after the slow motion, what happens? It kind of like doesn't... It's not mm -hmm. uh, cohesive, I would say. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, prequel uh, bank robbery here. Uh, I think this is like in the midst of uh, the zombie, I'd say, invasion kind of, because that's what kind of happened to Las Vegas in the Army of the Dead movie. So uh, really cool stuff. Uh, weird that it's a prequel, um, but cool that it is a part of the universe. So he's trying to build a universe on Netflix. We're going to see an animated uh series apparently or animated movie we're also going to see a movie starring dave batista like i guess a prequel right mm. um really cool stuff um we also have well far cry 6 i just played far cry 6 i passed it uh so el presidente está <laughs> he's basically sending he's he's giving everyone hate mail right uh, so go past the game. You don't want to get him mad um <laughs> but no on other news from that um we should be seeing some I guess some DLC, if anybody's a big fan of Far Cry 6. So we're going to see some DLC soon. The, the marketplace, go check it out. Uh, you could buy some stuff that is 
paid DLC, but now you could buy it for uh, Moneta in a black market if you just visit there at one of the campsites. Um, you could find, uh, I guess, the double O. That's a really good gun if anybody's a big fan of Far Cry 6. Get the double O. Really powerful compared to the Desert Eagle and it has a silencer built in. Uh, inspired by the Bulgarian Makarov, uh, obviously the Russian version where it is uh, built-in silencer. So really cool stuff. Um, also, uh, Dylan and me, we just did a review on Dune, and you guys should check it out. And yes. it's, it's been announced that Dune 2 uh, has been greenlit, Woo! right? Thankfully. Here yes. is the mind killer. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm so happy about this. I was worried for uh, Danae, and uh, gladly... Uh, I. I I don't think he really had to lobby for a sequel. I think everybody loved the film. I think it hit all marks as, as we talked about mm. last time. And I'm, I'm so glad it's, it should be coming around actually in 2023, surprisingly closer than I thought. Uh, what are, What is your takes on that? Yeah, I totally agree. I, I, I had a good feeling they were going to get greenlit. Um, cause just cause it did so well internationally and domestically. Um, I loved it. People I, I know who didn't read the books loved it. It's just so interesting. It's like a new franchise that they're trying to make work, and it just works so well. I think people are just, you know, like you said, they're always looking for the next big franchise, right? Um, I think people are just kind of like tired of like Star Wars and Marvel and right. DC like being the the main provider of entertainment these days. But yeah, I love the movie. Uh, I'm so glad they got uh, prepared for a season or uh, part two. Um, and there's a lot of books too, and I actually just bought the book uh, at Barnes and Noble. Oh, really? Oh, cool. With my, okay. With my Boba Fett uh, Funk. <laughs> there you go. Shout so, out to Barnes and Nobles. Hey, <laughs> give us a sponsorship. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely gonna read more of the lore just because it's it's really fascinating. I want to get into it more, and I feel like uh, I feel like a, this movie really made people want to go out and want to get into the lore, right? I do too. Yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah kind of like how like a Lord of the Rings trilogy made everybody just like it sold so many copies right after the Peter Jackson's movies came out. So yeah, uh, congrats to today. Um, I'm really excited to see part two. I hope it uh, doesn't. I hope the quality's still there, uh, but yeah, I right. don't doubt it. Uh, but yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, anything else for today? That's it for me, guys. I enjoyed speaking to you, Dylan. Me too, Akram. Uh, thank you guys for listening to our news coverage today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you want to hear more like this, please give us a follow uh, for this episode. A like, a share, anything that takes two seconds to do, we greatly appreciate. Um, and we got a lot of more great coverage for you for uh, this weekend. Uh, we have a Halloween special episode coming up. So a lot of great things to talk about. And then next month, uh, a lot of great content coming. Uh, oh November 12th is Disney Investors Day. Or no, Disney Plus Day. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> always get those two mixed up. But um, yeah, so we're definitely going to cover that. And then, um, yeah, a lot of great movies and shows coming out. So we will definitely give you guys more content. Uh, but until next time, guys, thank you for having lunch with us. See you guys. Yeah.